I'm incredibly grateful to be on the podcast and talk to you today about something that affects all women, whether it's unmarried, married, um, just like with no kids or married with children. I think for people who study and understand enough about Islam, we understand that there's this level of help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we can only get when we are close to him. It's just this, I don't know how we say it, this, this higher like VIP level. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just amazing when you're close to Allah, how he helps you in your life with so many things that seem impossible seem challenging. And if you are someone looking for love in a spouse, we have advice for you today. Definitely, definitely very exciting. And our huge class is open. Our free class that is only open a couple days a year is open today. Very excited. But if you're married and you don't have children or you do have children, I need you to listen up because there's something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala holds us to in the Quran that is very much about what I'm going to talk about today. And if you are um, somebody who wants good for yourself, wants good for your children in the future generations, then this message is for you. Hello, assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, back again with another podcast. We do the Mondays and Fridays, just in case you're new here. And if you are new here, welcome. You're more and more than welcome. We cover topics on love, marriage, relationships, um, parenting, life hacks, organization, homeschooling. I cover the lot, all the stuff that we deal with as Muslim women in this day and age where you kind of need the connection between modern life and the Quran and Sunnah. And that's what we're here to give you. We do all the homework for you. We read the books, we go to courses, we, we study under scholars, and then we make the connections for you in like 20 to 30 minutes for all the topics that are important to you. Alhamdulillah. So we have some really exciting stuff coming up this entire week, and I have some surprise guests. But um, I did want to say, if you have been waiting for the January 5th opening of our free um, Muslim Marriage Lab, our master class on how to find a spouse like an expert, it just opened. Yes, get excited. And if you're on the five-day challenge, you know that you got um, VIP early entry on the fifth day of the challenge on Friday. So I know so many of you have been connecting. Guys, honestly, my email is flooded. My DMs are flooded. My Instagram is flooded. My Facebook messenger is flooded. If you guys have been trying to reach me, I my little fingers are typing away. I'm trying as fast as I can. We have an entire team, as you know. I've hired an entire team of women so that we can support and motivate and um, help you through all of your journeys. All of you have to know, this is something I'm extremely passionate about, highly committed. Um, after doing this work for, like you guys know, about two decades on the ground, I've now taken it online. So I've done this always in New York City, but here we are kind of bringing it online and we are now currently reaching 137 countries worldwide. And I think we just hit 600,000 women the other day. So very excited to have you all. You are all extremely important to me. And just so you know how things work here, um, if you ever want to see what it is that we do in full, it is at www mindful-muslima, M-U-S-L-I-M-A-H.com. There you can get access to how you can get part of our um, exclusive membership. You can see how to get access to our Facebook group. We have we do have a public Facebook group. Um, our free classes, our free um, 
was I going to say right now we have, oh, we have a book club coming up at the end of February. Our next one is going to be really, really nice because we can prep for Ramadan so you don't have to do that alone. We're going to be talking about getting our mind ready stuff. If you're in Thrive Muslima in the Halakha, the one that's coming up uh, inshallah visit Ta'ala this week, very excited to be with you guys. We're going to be doing um, a prep for Ramadan as well and preparing our home Islamically and a whole bunch of other great stuff on Thrive. If you are um, one of the exclusive members there, we have guests coming on for for pregnancy i think we have ones coming up for finance a lot of women are really curious about finance this year i know it's hard with things going on the pandemic we've got you covered. We're bringing on professional um, Muslim um, financiers that can help talk about this topic and what's important to you. But anyway, just wanted to get to that out so you guys know we have a whole bunch of cool stuff coming down. And I have an incredibly, actually two incredibly sweet women that are coming on to do bonus podcasts this week and tell some of their stories. And I think for the young ladies who are looking to get married, these will be extremely inspirational. And just so you know, for everyone else in February, last thing is we have a series of um, like, a um I forget what I called it I think it's a mindful um it's it's basically just inspirational Muslim women and I'm talking about from the Sira so it's gonna be really nice I know we like really wish we could lean on some role models so these will be great stories to have for you to strengthen yourself in your iman or for your children to share with them about beautiful Muslim women who are of strength and just with just we people we can look up to. We're going to keep some of the famous ones. We'll do some ones you've never heard of. It'll be really, really great. So you'll get all the stories and you'll feel super motivated and ready to receive Ramadan. All right, had to throw all that out there. By the way, if you are looking to get in the class, get below in the show notes. The link is there. Do not forget. It's only open a couple days a year. And um, just FYI, if you didn't see all of our announcements on Instagram and Facebook, everybody who attends the free class gets the 15 top questions. I suggest every woman to ask any guy they're going to marry. Do not miss those 15. I, I actually suggest 25. But if, if all else fails, these 15 are must haves. You get them free at the end of the class. And you also get an entire marriage plan. So don't forget to miss those gifts inside of the free class. All right. So today I want to talk about these four pieces of advice that I said are good for any woman, because this is what I want us to understand. If you're listening to this podcast as a mother without children, we, you have to know that in Islam, everybody has rights upon us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said that everybody is a shepherd of their sheep. Okay, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he's going to come and ask us about the those we were put that, that were put within our care. And it's really, really important that remember that every single one of us has a role to play, all right? And as women, forming our house, our household, and making sure everything is secure is really important. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he, he, he's explained to us that our, our being this great responsibility as the head of household, on the day of Yamal Qiyamah, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask every shepherd, or responsible person about their flock and whether he took care of it or neglected it until he asked the man about his household. So he will go on and on. Allah will have a list of questions. And one of them is making sure that we have married our children well. And if you are, like I said, a, a person who does not have children, you still have unborn children that have a right upon you to get married properly. And if you are have children, even if they're two years old, those children have a right upon you. And so how could you give them their right if you have no idea what type of a spouse they should be and how to raise them in perfection? You don't find this later on 
around when they're teenagers. You're supposed to raise them a certain way from now. That's what I, I learned and I understood. And if you're a young woman who's looking to get married, maybe your parents didn't get that information, but now you have to get it for yourself. And I'll talk a bit about more of that in the podcast today. So that's what I mean by this podcast affects everyone. He will ask all of us about this process, no matter where we are in it. We all have a responsibility as women to secure not just our future, because I'll talk about that in a second for our unborn children, but also to secure their future. It is their right. And how can we give them that right if we don't know what we have to teach them, right? So let's talk about the four things I really want to have today. All right, so let's dive into the four messages I have for you today. And they're going to seem general, but guess what? If you're looking for highly, highly specific information, our free class has everything we talk about, all of that stuff. But right now, I want to give you the four pieces of um, gems of wisdom, let's just say, that I need every woman to know because they, these are the things that people are getting upset about, getting worried about. I know, sister, sometimes you're staying up at night and you're worried about these things. I understand. I'm doing this a long time. I told you over 20 years now. And I'm helping thousands of women get married. And I have three children of our own that we married. We have five in total. So we are very aware of what you're going through. I want to make it easy. So the first thing you need to do, first of all, and I'm going to be really honest. For This goes for everything in our life. But please, especially in marriage, don't let your emotions run your decisions. I'm going to say that one more time. Don't let your emotions run your decisions. Why is that? Because... I see a lot of women make incredibly bad decisions because they've seen red flags. And you guys know on Instagram, I've been talking about red flags. In the free class, I talk about the three or four red flags. Right? There's, there's so many of them that I cover, like, don't do this, don't do this, avoid this. And I explain it in very great detail. So definitely catch up. That's something that's important to you. And I also obviously talk about like what to do instead. But I want you to know, sometimes even though you see those things, if you're if you're deep in emotion, you, you kind of can't can't acknowledge them. And I see women get married all the time, saw the red flags, were like, oh, we'll work it out, we'll figure it out. And they didn't. I had a woman the other day and she said, gosh, you know, I saw that the family was a problem, his family, not him. And they were making us just getting married so hard. And now that I'm married to him at two years and a child, like my life is, and she said the, the H word, you know, but she said, it's just like every day. It's just, I'm struggling because they're giving us trouble. And my husband and I are now fighting because of them. And every day is a fight. And I said, yeah, I know. See, this is what I mean, sisters. If you see red flags, you can't ignore them. Same thing with the guy. The woman's like, I knew he was a smoker. I didn't want a smoker. And then, you know, he smoked and now my teenage son smokes. She's like, it's just never what I wanted for my children. I thought I could ignore it. Another woman was telling me, um, you know, I, I saw that he had a problem being honest about his feelings and upfront um, when we were, when I was asking the questions, when we were meeting. And, um, and a lot of you guys want to know about the questions, guys. I actually have 95 questions in total that I tell women. Like, and then people are like, what, I, what do you need 95 questions for? I'm like, okay, so you don't need, and this is what I want parents to understand. It's like everybody has different dynamics. One of the things the Prophet Peace Be Upon Him did is when he looked for people um, to, to give them, you know, advice and to guide them. He looked at where they were from. He looked at, you know, their background. It's, it's very important to take into consideration where the person is at. So I do that all the time. So when I have, so say I have the 95 questions, it's because you can use them almost like 
a smorgasbord. God, I hate that he used that word, but like, and you can pick and choose. Ooh, yeah, that one's told. I didn't realize I want to ask that one. Yeah, I'm glad I saw that. And then they grab it. But then there's like this, this 15 to 25, like you have to ask. These are like, and then I also help women to create their own questions based on their own desires. But the thing I want women to know is sometimes they ask those questions and then they get the answer that they're like, ooh, I'm not sure I like that answer. But because they're emotional, they marry him anyway. So be really careful. And that's why I talk to women about their non-negotiables. I had a beautiful sister the other day and she messaged me. She left me a voicemail on um, on the podcast. You can do that on Anchor. You can leave people voice messages. I'm on 10 platforms. I'm on Apple and Stitcher and Podbean and all these things and uh, <clears throat> SoundCloud and whatever. She asked, she left me a message and it was the sweetest thing. Sister, I, 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 I want to say her name starts with an M. And I got your message and I'm, I'm trying to look back for it right now. My phone is I'm talking because I just thought about to mention her. Sweetest thing. I subhanAllah, I love when women leave me these messages. She was right on point. She said, you know what I got from your podcast sister? And she said the next two that I'm going to say that I was going to say anyway in advice. And she's like, she's like, subhanAllah, we have to pay attention to these things. And I'm going to talk about what she mentioned in a moment. So yeah, the first one is don't let your emotions run your decisions. The second one is, um, your parents, and this is the one that the sister mentioned. She said, our parents, our parents mean so well. They love us so much, but they, they don't know everything. And we have to do our own research on how to marry ourselves. And that's the truth. Because, um, like I said, as a parent, I'm talking to parents right now, I'm talking very earnestly to the entire Muslim community. So many parents don't know they're advising their children wrong. So many young girls are taking advice from their parents thinking they must know. They've already gotten married. They're my parents. But they're making mistakes. We're ma we are making mistakes as moms. May Allah forgive us. And so that's why when I had to marry my children, my husband and I, we, we read so many books, even though I already kind of knew. We have to understand when we're making these decisions that are extremely permanent, um, they're such a huge responsibility. And so that's why I do all the work for you. I know you're busy. So many people are emotionally overwhelmed right now. They're not trying to go study anything. And I get it. But you have to. And if you don't want to, okay, if you don't want to, then at least go attend the free class I have. Because in 30 minutes, I give you 20 years of advice in detail. You know what I mean? But please, guys, just we have to not rely on parents for everything. And as parents, we have to not rely on what our parents told us and what we think we might have heard in a khutbah or in a YouTube video or in an Instagram post. God forbid. Like, please, guys, these are our children and these are our marriages. So definitely there are rights. So the other thing the sister touched on my voice message, she was so sweet. She said, how can we marry people and give them their rights if we didn't study the rights of the other spouse? And how can we know what to look for in someone else if we didn't already study our rights so that when they give us the answers to those questions, we know that they're the answers we want to hear. And that's so true. We depend so much on, you know, emotion, like I said, or like what seems good. Yeah, that's what I heard one of my cousins do. Guys, please don't do that. There are things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does to protect us. He knows the right things. Because some stuff, if you do it by your own, your own, you know, like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, like you deem yourself self-sufficient. They deem themselves self-sufficient. If we do that based on our knowledge and understanding, we can miss something that is in the life that only Allah knows, that is in the unseen, that only He knows. So number one was don't let your emotions run your decisions. Number two is please don't rely only on parents 
do your own research. And to parents, please don't rely on what your parents told you. Do your own research to marry your children. And do this when they're young. As, as toddlers, Rasul he said the way to, um, he explained to us that they, from zero to 10 years old is an incredibly important time because this is when you develop the child's character. If there's a particular character that is supposed to be had of a good spouse, how could we know that? How could we create that in our child if we didn't study it before we create, helped them to guide them through their character? Doesn't it make common sense? And we're all nodding our head while we're listening to the podcast. Yes, yes, yes. And we're driving down the street. Yes, yes, yes. And we're maybe washing dishes or cleaning as women do listening to my podcast. But are you going to actually do it? I challenge you to actually do it. I call you. I implore you to actually, sisters, do what I'm saying right now and find out, please. And you're going to see in a minute. Um, there's this story where this, uh, in the in the in the in the you know the time of uh, of the Islamic history, where one of the fathers he goes to Ammar radiallahu anhu, and he complains about his son, and he complains about his son. My son is like you know he's having trouble with his son. You know like how typical like we have trouble with teenagers. He goes to like a man of knowledge, and uh, Ammar radiallahu anhu he tells him bring your son here. I want to talk to the two of you. You know, they do a little counseling. And the guy does. And he tells the son, you know, he asks him to talk. And after the son talks and explains, Ammar talks to the father. And he says, your mistake. He said, first of all, you married the wrong mother for him. You gave her him a bad upbringing. So this is important, right? When we choose our spouses, they will be the parents of our children. You can't just pick a guy because he's cute, he has a nice degree, and he's going to support you and stuff. And then he's a horrible father. And then he raises your children horrible. And then they raise their children horrible. I mean, guys, come on, right? So he says, you, you picked the wrong uh, mother, and you didn't name him well. And he goes on and on and on. So from the parent was the mistake, not the child. We cannot just blame the child. So let's do ourselves um, and the child a favor, and let's make sure we do this right. So number three. Please set realistic expectations. Sometimes we come for those sisters who are like, you're right, sister. I'm going to do it all, right? You have that laundry list of stuff you want from a guy. Set realistic expectations because he will not be perfect and neither are you. Neither am I, okay? It's just be fair. We want good things. Then you're like, okay, all right. So if he's not going to be perfect and I'm clearly not perfect, nobody's perfect, like what should I what should I settle on? Well, that's when we get into the non-negotiables. I'm going to cover that in the free class. Go to the link below. If you're struggling with the linky thing, you don't know how to link stuff, in it, just DM me on Instagram. I'll help you. But please, guys, you have to know these things, the non-negotiables, what to look for, and what particularly to pick. That is really important. And the last one is don't lose hope, sisters. Don't lose hope. I want to say that I have reverts sometimes coming to me. I have girls who have parents who are extremely difficult. I have people who have been trying for a long time. You know, one of the things that I tell in the, the class, the, the Muslim Marriage Love class, is a story of my daughter and how I personally married her. And if you saw my, if you saw my little live on Instagram recently, I, I cried in my live <laughs> um, because... And don't ask me for the recording. I think it's off because it's 24 hours. But uh, yeah, every time I tell the story of my daughter, I get a bit teary-eyed because I saw Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do exactly what he promised in the Quran. And you know, we see in the Quran many things. Allah is like, and then for the believers, they will get rivers of, you know, this, and you will sit on couches like this. And we're like, inshallah, I mean, but when you see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you what he promised in the Quran on earth, 
There is nothing like it, sisters. There is nothing like it. It is, it is jaw-dropping. It is, it is awe. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is incredible. And this is why I'm so passionate about this topic. When you do what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells you to do, like we stop following trends and, and what we think and our emotions, you just stop all of it. And you do what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. Subhanallah, that stuff he does. When you see the story of my daughter, I'll tell you. For the girls who think that they're never going to find a good guy, for the girls who think that there's no one out there for them, for the girl who's like, I've tried, sister. There's no practicing brothers. I know. I know, sister, what you're thinking. I know how you're feeling. But my daughter was like that. And she found, because she followed exactly the Quran and Sunnah. And that's why I teach this today. I was married myself by this way. My husband is amazing. The first time I was married, I did not have an amazing marriage. I didn't know. I'm honest. My parents didn't teach me. But then I learned. And then I was married again. And it is an entirely different experience. And I want that experience for all of you sisters. I want that experience for your children. Imagine generation after generation of your family just with no drama and problems. You've seen what's happened in your own family. You see your aunties and uncles. You see your own parents. Maybe they have good marriage or not. But you know what I'm saying. You see your friends and their struggles. You see sisters in the community with just difficult situations. You know what is the healing? Do you know what is the solution for this? To get married by the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prescribed for us in the Quran. It's really that easy. And for women who say it's not, who have a doubt in their heart, you don't know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enough or you're not close enough to him right now to have the tawakkul, to trust him. Because once you've had a lot of experiences with Allah, I, I liken it to a trust fall, okay? You never had those, that thing you see where they say you're supposed to like put your arms out and fall back and your friends are supposed to catch you. A lot of people don't want to fall back because like you're like, I don't know, maybe they're going to drop me on the floor. You know, you have that moment, that feeling of like, I've actually done that with my friends back when I was like in middle school. When you do that, you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to fall. But when you do a trust fall with Allah, when Allah tells you to do something and like in your heart and head, you're like, I really don't want to do this right now. Like, all right, whatever, for the sake of Allah. Like, you know, we have that moment that we want to pretend like we're not really having. When you do enough of those, it gets stronger and stronger. And you're like, oh, I did what Allah wanted and it actually worked. Oh, I did what Allah wanted. It actually came out better than I was going to do it in my version. Oh, when you like, so after me and myself doing that so many times, that's why I can speak with such confidence to you. Like it is, it is amazing. Stop struggling. Stop trying to find a guy on Tinder and Muzmatch. Okay. You're like, sister, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. So that's haram. I'm not even going there right now. I'll talk about it in my class. I'm not going into that now. Okay. I'm just saying you right now, texting guys, meeting guys, winking guys, whatever. I hate to say the word poke on Facebook. I think it is. Oh my God, these weird things, these weird things. Please guys, there is a particular way you could do it where it's halal. It's easy. And it is for sure, it is a security blanket that your relationship will be good. You know why? I'm not promising you. It's not from me. Okay. It's not my stamp of approval. It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he's the best keeper of promises. Right. I wish for you sisters ease. It is a happy Monday wherever you are. Please, sisters, I love you for the sake of Allah. Don't just listen to the podcast. For once, just take action on it. And for those of you sisters that do, and you message me after an Instagram, and how when you trusted Allah and you did it, you just thanking me, it's not for, please don't forget to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is from Allah. 
alhamdulillah. All right. I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Don't forget to see me in the class. And if you're on Thrive, I will see you in the halakha this week. Very excited to connect with you guys. Assalamu alaikum.